5: Good afternoon everybody. Welcome back. Hour number two of Betting Across America right here on BCN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host live from Las Vegas, your other host, live from Boston. Josh Applebaum. Josh, I want to go over some notable market insights with you, something that I think you've uh, been alerted to and seen so far today. Uh, So now it's time to inform our audience. Cannot wait for this. Uh, Red Sox-Astros, today baseball. I mean, tonight's game, 8-10 Eastern. Uh, The Astros minus 154 uh, at home, 8.5 total as well out here in Vegas.
6: Yeah, Pritch, this was an early lean for for, uh, for me for the Astros here based on an early line move in their favor. And now it's really becoming even bigger and bigger toward the Houston Astros. So this is something I always look for when you have uh, an immediate move. But then, hey, is there a buyback? Does it go the other way? Or is it consistent kind of start to finish toward one side? And that's what we're really seeing here with Houston tonight. If you want to sweat the Astros, I'm looking at the Astros here laying it at home because they had a big one yesterday, 11 to 2. Beat up on my Red Sox here, Pritch. It wasn't pretty. But I think we like what you like about this one. It's Richards against uh, Garcia. And really, this is kind of a split ticket count game. It's not too lopsided, slightly lean here to Houston at home. Mm-hmm. I think the public is kind of it's a conundrum because Sox have a good record. They've been good as a dog. They've been good on the road. How do you not take Red Sox plus 144? Pretty good number there. However, this has been all Houston money pouring in, Pritch. Houston open, a lot of books were like minus 115. Uh, I was doing Lombardi line earlier today. They were like minus 130. Now they're up to like minus 155. So this steam here on the Astros, it really hasn't quit. Uh, I think if you like them uh, or bet the Astros earlier, this is a really good sign because it's kind of telling you more money's coming in in their favor. This would match for me, a couple systems I like. Steam, 15 cents or more on a team off a of win, mm-hmm. 71 and 50. 59% this year. Also big steam, uh 15 cents or more on a home team off a win, 63%. So it's like, how do you not take the socks here at big plus money? Well, Pritch, this has been all, all Astros money. I'd be looking at Lena with the Astros here. Favorite in a non-division game with big steam in their favor.
5: All right. Steam in their favor. Garcia on the bump too there uh for the Astros. Uh, I was looking at his splits uh, just to see if I can see anything revealing or what the Sharps are seeing right now. Not, nothing notable, Josh. Uh, just a lot of steam headed towards the Astros' direction right now
6: yeah that's pretty much it so it might be maybe not the pitch obviously pitchers have a, a massive impact like a quarterback in the nfl mm-hmm. like a goalie in hockey they have an, a big uh, effect here on the number how it's set how it's moved but maybe it's a matchup thing that sharks yeah. seem to like houston here in this spot their bats have been hot socks have been a little iffy here recently uh, garcia's got a 2.93 era um the other one pitch just real quick i know we're up against it uh but keep an eye on the Cubbies, the Cubbies today. This is a really sharp play on the Cubs at home. They're playing San Diego. You had the Cubs win yesterday. It was kind of a it was kind of annoying pitch because that line didn't get released until later in the day. You didn't know the pitchers for that matchup. Cubs ended up winning yesterday. I'm seeing a lot of money hit the Cubs again today. This actually opens San Diego a minus one ten favorite on the road and it's completely flipped everyone's betting san diego mm-hmm. yet the cubs have flipped all the way to uh around minus 115 in this spot so line move toward the cubbies and also uh this is the cubs against the lefty day Pritch. there are a few teams in, in major league baseball when they're playing a lefty if i got movement if i got some good stuff and it's a good matchup i love it one is the cubs they're 12 and three against lefties another one is the a's another one is the white Sox. those three when they're playing a lefty it's almost an auto bet for me i love this move on the cubs contrarian Great against lefties, big move. I'm going Cubbies here tonight, Okay,
5: Uh, great. Noted, too. Uh, Other notable market insights, Josh, uh, in in about a minute. uh, So early uh, line indicators right now for Montreal, Winnipeg, um, five and a half set total, Winnipeg uh, minus 125.
6: Yeah, so really juice to the under there. Game one here, Pritch, mm-hmm. five and a half under, like minus 130. It may even go down to, fi- to five if you think about it. But uh, I think you're seeing some money, and it's really based on the, the numbers here. The Jets are taking money game one. The Jets open very slight, like minus 110, minus 115 favorite. They're all the way up to minus 128. My angle for this game, Pritch, would be, rest first tired Montreal just got out of a grueling seven game series quick turnaround yeah you're feeling good you won but you're now playing a Winnipeg team that's been off for I think like a week here remember they swept the Oilers they've been waiting for the winner of that series Leafs and uh and Habs here and the other thing that reminds me a little bit of the Vegas Golden Knights Mm -hmm. against Colorado game one Pritch remember the Knights game seven and you had the abs who swept and they had a ton of time off it was a great result there for the abs and kind of the Winnipeg Jets are in that same rest first tired spot game one. So it looks like the the Winnipeg Jets laying it. That's where the money's going for game one.
5: Okay, great. I'm, I'm glad you noted that because uh, certainly a lot of people paying attention to these lines out here. Vegas Golden Knights versus Colorado second time around. Uh, we'll see what happens right there. Interested parties, though, uh, on those numbers between those two teams. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the show. It is betting across America. We are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host live from Las Vegas. Your other host live from Boston, Josh Applebaum. Happy to bring on to the program, Tyler Fulgham, host of daily wager on ESPN. Tyler, how are you?
7: Doing well. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate
5: it. Of course. Thank you for your time. Um, I want to get into the Celtics and the Nets looking for some betting angles. Uh, it's a huge line. Josh Applebaum, myself, we talked about this game before. Um, not particularly interested in a side. Um, your thoughts on this game and do you have a play or an angle that you like to talk about right now?
7: Yeah, I generally look at uh, player props because you're right. The number is pretty big, even though I think the Nets are going to win this game. And uh, I, I would feel somewhat comfortable uh, betting them what 12, 12 and a half, whatever it is. Um, I'm more comfortable trying to isolate where the individual production is going to come from. And we know with this team, Kyrie and KD are going to do the bulk of the scoring. And James Harden is going to do the bulk of the uh, creation on offense. He had 18 assists in the uh, game for victory, I think uh, I'll ride. I think it's oh, minus 105 where I got it uh, over two and a half assists. I think we are looking at a potential double from James Harden. I think you're looking at Katie and Kyrie scoring well again now that they're back home. And uh, with how banged up and how beat up the Boston Celtics are, Jalen Brown is out. Kemba Walker might not play. They just they don't have the horses to compete with this Nets team, so I think the Nets kind of bury them here. And we know KD, Kyrie will score. Harden will, will kind of Assist, and so I'll lay the ten, I'll, I'll play. Pardon me, the ten and a half assists for Harden, and go over that. And I'd also feel comfortable going over the uh, player prop points for both Harden and Kyrie.
6: Tyler, this is Josh Applebaum. It's great to meet you for the first time. Thanks for jumping on the show. Um, you know, sticking with that game, one thing I noticed for this matchup tonight is a lot of money coming on the over. It seems like you got a lot of both recreational money and respected money expecting a high-scoring game here. We've seen the over three and one this series. Tonight's total opened 231 and a half. It's been bet up all the way to 234 uh, and a half. I thought maybe you'd have buyback around 233 and a half. It didn't happen. It's still rising here. Uh, one thing that I always joke about, but referees, all three refs tonight are road refs michael smith zach zarba ben taylor all between 51 and 54 percent to the over so no kemba walker but a lot of money to the over what's your take on this total is that too high for you or do you say hey it's high for a reason it's rising for a reason maybe we get a high scoring game here
7: i think it's high for a reason and rising for a reason and rather than play the uh, total for the game going over i'd like to isolate brooklyn because i know brooklyn's going to score like i was saying that boston team is banged up they're beat up. The Nets seem to be hitting their stride. They finally played some games together. They're, they're figuring things out. So, for me, rather than try and worry about Boston contributing to the total, I know the Nets are going to score. So, why don't I play the Nets team total over, which is, you know, probably I haven't looked at it, but probably 118, 120. It, it, no matter what it is, I think the Nets are in line for, you know, a 125-point game in this matchup. They can, bury the Net, or they can bury the Celtics, put them to bed and with KD, Kyrie, and Harden all being healthy, uh, I would rather isolate the Nets team total and play that over rather than the game total because I am concerned about the, the Celtics just kind of running out of gas a little bit.
5: Yeah, I agree with you there too, Tyler. Um, looking at some team totals uh, in that matchup uh, against uh, Boston and Brooklyn, uh, Tyler Fulgham, host of Daily Wager on ESPN, is on the program, Betting Cost America, presented by Bet MGM, Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, Josh uh, Tyler, let's move on to the Trailblazers and the Nuggets. A short line here, uh, maybe money line situation, certainly. Uh, Josh Applebaum and myself, we were talking about some star player props earlier, which are intriguing. Uh, where are you going with this game?
7: Yeah, the, I had to get the Nuggets to win this series beforehand, despite the Jamal Murray injury. I just thought they were a better, deeper team. Uh, one of the bets that I've been playing each and every game, uh, cast in the in the first game, but hasn 't cast since is Michael Porter jr going over his point total and the reason I thought uh, that would be a good bet. Um, Again, he went over, had 25 points in game one despite shooting one of 10 from downtown. He didn't cash it in game two. And then in, in game three, there was a bunch of uh, role players uh, helping out Nikola Jokic, uh, so to speak. But I thought he would soak up all that usage and that scoring responsibility that was left on the table by Murray's injury. He's clearly the second most gifted scorer, maybe even the most gifted scorer when you consider his all-around game. Jokic, obviously, the engine that drives that team. But. If the Nuggets are going to win, you have to score to keep up with a team like Portland. And I thought uh, MPJ would be the guy who would give you 25 points a night to supplement whatever Jokic does, whether it's 30, 10, and 10, or you know, 25, 12, and 10, whatever Jokic does. Um, it's got, it's, it started the MPJ point prop at 24.5, 23.5. It's, I think, down to 19.5 now because he's had a couple of games that have gone under. I think that's a buy low point on MPJ. Um, I hesitate to say this as well, but despite uh, Nikola Jokic um, going under his point prop in Game Four, he only played 26 minutes as well. It, I'm buying high on Jokic. I know that's not that's not good investing, but I think I want to buy high on Jokic, it's 31 and a half. But again, I think if the Nuggets are going to win, which I think they can and will, because Portland is not a good defensive team, you're going to need. 35 points a night from Jokic to compete in the series. And as the MVP of the league, I absolutely think he can do that. There is no one on Portland that can check him, not uh, Robert Covington, not Yusuf Nurkic, not Ennis Cantor. There is no one that can handle uh, the Jokic uh, down low. So I'll play over. I'm 31-and-a-half, and that's a big number. If you feel more comfortable playing points, assists, and rebounds, I understand that. Maybe get the whole broad spectrum of Jokic's game. But I think it's also a buy-low spot on Michael Porter Jr., 19-and-a-half as well. Tyler
6: kind of sticking to, um, you know, the spread for this, for this game, obviously Blazers nuggets. You're looking at, uh, you know, Blazers coming off a big win one by 20. You had the nuggets get blown out there. Now it's going to Denver. What I've seen for this play tonight is some respect and money on the nuggets. You know, they open minus one and a half. Got bet up to two. Some books are even creeping up, maybe to two and a half. We're going to see if that continues. But my angle for this one would be, uh, you know, you're looking at teams that are laying five or less in the playoffs. Chalk's done great in the playoffs, sixty-three uh, percent, five or less favorites, sixty-three uh, percent as well. But here's the key, you know, teams off a of blowout loss done have done very well when they're favored the next game. Public says Blazers won by twenty. Now I'm getting points. Give me the money. Give me the the points with the Blazers. Yet all movement has been toward the Nuggets. So what do you think? Would you go Nuggets here? Um, and, and again, do you like Absolutely. For Dunder coming back home.
7: Absolutely. I think it's a great spot to buy the Nuggets. Uh, like I said, I think they're the better team. I think they're going to win this series, whether it happens in six games or whether it happens in seven games. I do think the Nuggets will prevail. And you're absolutely right. The, the public's going to remember that beatdown that happened in game four, but that was an outlier. Now they're returning home. Uh, Again, Jokic only played 26 minutes in game four because of the uh, circumstances there, so that's likely not going to happen again in this game. I think a great bounce-back spot for the Nuggets. I absolutely would buy the Nuggets in this matchup uh, for game five and, and for the series as well.
5: Love to schedule uh, this evening. NBA playoffs doesn't get any better than this. Uh, the Lakers at the Suns. Uh, the Suns are feeling it, uh, Tyler. I-, I believe so. Uh, Lakers, uh, even with LeBron, maybe a lack of confidence. Uh, Anthony Davis was just a big part of what they wanted to do. Phoenix at home minus five, 209 now, uh, the total in this game.
7: I want to go under that. Okay. Um, with AD being either compromised or not playing the half court offense, which is already kind of below average the Lakers is going to take an even bigger ding. Uh, Whether you think LeBron James is 100% or not, no matter what, these are two really good defensive teams, two teams that like to slow the pace down. Uh, LeBron, he doesn't like to push it as much as he used to back in the day. He'll take his opportunities in the open court. but When LeBron is out there playing his full allotment of minutes, he needs kind of those rests in action. So he keeps the pace low, and the same can be said for Chris Paul at his age. He likes to keep the pace low. He likes to work the half court, uh, pick his spots to find his teammates here. So two great defensive teams, one offensive team that is going to be probably less than their – normal efficiency with ad either compromised or not playing so i think the total is just too high there three of the four games so far have gone under uh that number 209 and a half 208 wherever you're buying it but i really just think that uh the under is the smart play here because both teams i think are going to turn this into a rock fight given the circumstances
6: Yeah. And Tyler, we've seen some crazy movement with that total because it did open like 209, 209 and a half, got all the way down to 207 and a half. So you had a lot of early money there to the under. It's evened out a little bit. You're kind of getting a little bit of of buyback. It's kind of back up to 209 right now. But uh, I'm with you. Kind of some liability there has been to the under. Uh, I want to get your quick take, um, you know, for one game tomorrow that's really caught my eye, Tyler, is. The Hawks and the Knicks. The Hawks can close out the Knicks. They're up 3-1. to one. A very short number. The Knicks at home at MSG. They're only laying one and a half. What do you think? Can this be a spot where the Knicks show some life, battle back, extend the series, or do you think it's fate fait accompli? This is really Hawks. Uh, get it done tomorrow night.
7: Yeah, I think so. I hope so, because I have a a Knicks series ticket. Um, I just thought that their defense would travel and play well, but offensively they struggled. Julius Randle has just not been the same in this postseason. Uh, And I think we have to credit the Hawks, uh, maybe not realizing what they can be when their roster was whole. For much of this year, they had a lot of injuries, so they're finally a complete team, and they're showing it. So I'm hesitant to um, back the Knicks. What I feel more comfortable in is Derrick Rose. His player point prop is 19 and a half points. And we know if the Knicks are going to compete in this game, if they're going to have any chance, the offense is going to come from Derrick Rose and or Julius Randle. And so far, Rose has been the more bankable commodity there, especially because of the matchup. Uh, Randle has to deal with a guy like Quinn Capella in the paint who's a very good defender. Rose, meanwhile, has to deal with Trey Young. who We know what he can do offensively, but Young is – not anything to be intimidated by defensively. So if the Knicks are going to win this game, which obviously they're going to try to empty the chamber to do so, I think Rose is going to be the spearhead of the offensive attack. I think he's a guy who can give you – you know he's going to be out there for 35, maybe 40 minutes in a do-or-die game with Tom Thibodeau as his head coach. He's going to get up 20, 25 field goal attempts. So I think 19.5 is a little low for his point prop. Um, I hope that the Knicks can win, but I'm hesitant to back them now because I do think the Atlanta Hawks have proven they're the uh, better team uh, over the course of the series.
5: We're speaking with Tyler Fulgham, sports betting analyst, uh, host of a Daily Wager on ESPN as well. Uh, let's shift gears, Tyler, because uh, from a Midwest standpoint, um, the Chiefs and their win total out there in the National Football League, uh, they're 12 and a half uh, from a win total standpoint, uh, over minus 105, under minus 115. Um I Mahomes, mean, he had these comments, too. Okay, 20-0. I mean, I'm I'm letting that slide here with these comments. I'm not going to take it that serious, all right? But uh, the Chiefs, are they back to being the Chiefs in terms of confidence as they revamped that offensive line? And then questions about that defense, too. So just your thoughts on that win total right now with the Chiefs.
7: Yeah, I, I never bet a, a team win total uh, that is the highest on the board. I think the Chiefs have the highest win total. Maybe the Bucks are, are near them, but 12 and a half is probably going to be the highest one of all 32 teams in the NFL. I hesitate to ever bet the over for any team any year that has the highest number. Um, so much can happen that you, you can't control if, you know, heaven forbid, if something happens to Patrick Mahomes or that offensive line doesn't gel or the defense doesn't – you know what I'm saying? There's just mm-hmm. so many variables to try, even in a 17-game season, now to get that 13th win to catch that ticket. I would bet the under or pass um, – <laughs> I don't know if many people have made a lot of money betting the under against the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes in that offense. Um, but I, I, I just that's just one thing I never do, really, is bet the over. I do think they're going to be a great team. But what happens, too, think about this, guys, if you know Aaron Rodgers ends up in Denver. And you have – I think the L.A. Chargers are going to be a, a much better team with Brandon Staley there in the second year of Justin Herbert. Not to say that the Chiefs aren't the best team in that division, but I think that division – could be a little bit more difficult to get those division wins, especially if Rogers shows up in Denver or if Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke is able to give some level of competency to the quarterback position. So I would bet the under or pass, that being said, the Chiefs for good reason are going to be one of the Super Bowl favorites because I do love what they did aggressively attacking the biggest weakness on their roster. They dumped resources after resources into the offensive line, free agency, draft capital, and some guys that opted out of last year that are starting caliber offensive linemen, LaRon DuBernay-Tardif, the most significant, that will be back. So Andy Reid is going to, you know, shuffle the deck and have what should be his pick of a a good offensive line. Mahomes Kelsey, Hill, the the whole gang is back together. Uh, They're going to be a good team, but betting over 12.5 is probably just a little bit too rich for me. I'd bet the under a pass.
6: Tyler, we're talking about some good teams now. Let's go the other way. Let's talk about some terrible teams and get your take on some of these win totals. <laughs> because first one here, Texans. I mean, they're the elephant in the room here. What's going to happen with Deshaun Watson? Will he be suspended all year? Will he play or not? Remember, this team went four and twelve last year with him. So now, if you don't have Watson and you're with Tyrod Taylor or you know that pick on Davis Mills, um, their win total is four with the Texans right now. Uh, so again, I think a lot of times, you know, recreational betters will say like take the, the unders on bad teams, the overs on good teams. What do you think? Could this be a really bad Texans team? You know, uh, their win total is four with no Watson. Could they go three and 14, two and 15? Do you like the under with the Texans or is that kind of like too low-hanging fruit at this point?
7: Kind of the logic I was using about, um, you know, betting the highest win total over is dangerous. Oftentimes betting the lowest win total under is dangerous. However, I do think the Texans and the Lions in the NFC are going to be two of the worst teams in the NFL that will struggle to win two, three games. Again, anything can happen, any given Sunday in the NFL, I get it. But I don't believe Deshaun Watson is going to be quarterbacking Houston Texans in 2021. And if that's the case, that's a team that won, what, four or five games last year with Watson. So without him, their roster is not good at all. And the same can be said for the Lions. I think the Lions are a slightly better roster. Uh, but I don't. when I look at the schedule for each of these teams, I don't see a game where either team is going to be favored at this point in the season. Now, again, that could change if injury happens or you know, there's additions to rosters or subtractions to rosters. However, you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars last year had the number one overall pick because they won one game and then lost 15 straight, and they're going to be a road favorite week one at Houston. That should tell you everything you need <laughs> to know about this Texans team. I'll be shocked if they win multiple games, honestly. I, they, they, I'd rather bet the Texans going 0-17 then bet the be over four and a half, five, whatever the win total is there, because I really do think they are just going to be a dumpster fire of a uh, of a team this season. Uh, because I'm projecting Watson to not be taking stats from them.
5: Uh, he's Tyler Fulgham, host of Daily Wager, outstanding host of Daily Wager on ESPN. You can follow him on Twitter at Tyler underscore Fulgham, F-U-L-G-H-U-M. Uh, Tyler, um, Mizzou grad. Uh, I'm a Colorado guy. Is it confirm <laughs> or deny? There's there's a fifth down bar and grill out uh, there in Columbia.
7: You had to do it. You had <laughs> we to got do about it. thirty yeah, seconds. That's just <laughs> rude. That is just rude. Um, no comment on that. I mean, you guys stole one. You got the national championship. Was, Mizzou is the biggest hard luck losing university in the world. There's Tyus Edney in the, in, uh, the NCAA tournament. There's the fifth down. There's the uh, kick six for Nebraska. That's just life as a Mizzou fan, so I'm used to
5: it. I hear you. Well, I, again, we can't thank you enough for your time. I, I Obviously, I mean, omni That's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> but Tyler Fulgham, <laughs> thanks again for your time. That was awesome.
7: Yeah, had a fun time. Uh anytime you guys want, I'll hop on the chat with
5: you. Sounds good. Sounds good. Absolutely. Josh, when we come back after break, uh NBA officiating. Cannot wait to get to this. What's coming up next? <laughs> Indeed believes less is more. That's why they have powerful tools to help you source, screen, and hire quality people faster. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. We are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. Josh, here we go. NBA ref assignments. Uh, Boston, Brooklyn, I mean, we're looking for all the market insights we can find with a huge line like this. Um, What do you have with these uh, referee uh, assignments here?
6: Yeah, so for the ref assignments here, Pritch, number one, uh, they all line up to the over. So okay. if we we're kind of looking at these numbers that our producer JJ put together, these are the average total in the playoffs so far this year for the games that they have ref. So obviously this total is 234 right now. It got, you know, rose up really big from 231. And anytime you see a, a total rise, at least, you know, a half point one or the other can just be kind of just, you know, natural market uh, reaction. But when you get to two, three points rising to the over. That's telling me it's really big money that's making that move over. We look at these guys here, you know, uh, Smith, Zarba and Taylor, you know they're all 226 223 221 you say hey that maybe that might be a, a bad thing for the over because all their games have been in the kind of the low 220s you're looking toward the over but i would say one thing here is historical data it's not just what they've done this postseason it's digging back into a bigger sample size of what they've done in their career and really that's where i like to look when you have a big, bigger sample size because these three refs historically in their career between around 51 and 54% to the over. So I'm digging that over here, Pritch. We have seen these high totals, 220 or more cash really well to the over here. The updated number with that, those high total overs going over 16 and seven, 220 or higher to the over. So uh, I'm going over there. I got some good ref trends. We'll see if we, I, Pritch, what I want, I want a lot of whistles. I want a lot of free throws. <laughs> Stop the game. Let's get a lot of possessions. If you're betting the over with me on this one, this is a good sign with these three refs. Yeah.
5: You know, with all of those scores on the floor too, I mean, throw Tatum in there, averaging over 30 points. Uh, I'm sure Harden uh, is going to look to get his as well as Kyrie Durant. I mean, he's averaging 35 points right now. So, uh, okay, it lines up perfectly. How about Portland and Denver? Uh, does do the uh, officiating? Does that uh, line up in with this matchup as well?
6: all line up perfectly to the over in this okay. one pitch. So the, here's another one. We had two of those matches today. And again, when I talk about refs, uh, it's a funny thing to talk about just because I think no one really talks about it. And I think it is an element that you got to apply or at least take into account. But when I'm looking at refs, they're only meaningful to me if all three have the same tendency. Like if you have three refs, two are an over, one's an under, and eh, nothing crazy there. But if all three are over, or all three are over, to me, that, I put a little more stock into that. So for these refs tonight, uh, Blazers and Nuggets, all three are to the over. Eric Lewis uh, Sean Wright and Mark Lindsay historically between 52 and uh, 50 50, around 54% in their career to the over and Pritch this would also be that high total 220 or higher uh, great to the over the interesting thing to me open 226 you actually saw some books get down to like 225 and a half Mm -hmm. if you're betting the over here shop around, try to get over 225 and a half. You've seen the over do well this series. It's three and one, got a lot of points between these two these two teams here. So I'm going over, we got three over refs, but again, try to get over 225 if you like the over, try not to get the 226. What if it lands right on 226? You want to cash that Pritch. you don't want to push that back.
5: Right, right, great advice right there, Josh. Um, Lakers and Phoenix, um, again, uh, the bronze situation, we know about Anthony Davis as well. Phoenix, I think they're really confident in this one. Uh, minus five at home, the officiating, how do they line up?
6: Yeah, this is kind of a, a mixed bag here, Pritch. Okay. That you got, uh, in terms of Blair, Kenny Maurer, and James Capers, uh, two of them are road refs, one's a, a home ref. You flip it the other way, uh, actually all three, or uh, two of the three are a little bit to the under. So I know we were just talking to, to Tyler here. Um, what's notable to me is this total open 209. You, you saw the news yesterday of of uh, AD uh, missing this game. It got all the way down to two oh seven and a half. But here's the thing: if you like the under, on the one hand, you can get that number now. It's back up to 209, mm-hmm. may even get a 209 and a half. But I would just caution a lot of betters. This under looked really good, but game day, it's a 10 o'clock game tonight. We still have you know five and a half hours here before the game starts. But a lot of over money's pouring in. Okay. A couple hours ago, Pritch, this was at 207 and a half. It's now up to 209 and a half. That late money seems to be going over here. And with the refs, you really don't have one way, you know, one lean or the other. Um, the other thing is. I am seeing one book that got just got down to four and a half so you know we've had a lot of system matches and line movement toward the suns three and a half four up to five ticked that five and a half one time came back down but it's pretty much five across the board but i do see one book to four and a half and one book juicing it down to four and a half from the five so maybe some lakers money is starting to pop (laughs) up here uh but luckily pritch this is a 10 o'clock game we got a lot of time to see how this yeah
5: a 10 o'clock game and a lot of time for rehab uh, for one particular <laughs> player too right I mean if this if the Lions are moving I mean this is influential money this is uh sharps right
6: it really is late okay. money to the over and late a little bit leaning Lakers that's a surprise to all me right. it was mostly Suns all day Oof.
5: and the plot thickens <laughs> uh, right now with the Lakers and the Suns uh, we're going to continue with the Lakers and the Suns because a key pivotal game five uh, it needs star power we have a star player props to go over those are coming up next We have a new feature on vcin.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games, which is sure to give you a betting edge. And, of course, we have all the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. We are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. Josh, star power is needed in key games. Game five, uh, the Suns, uh, LeBron James, a lot on his shoulders. The fact that he mentioned that uh, is intriguing to me. For a double-double for LeBron James is minus 135. Um, A triple-double plus 450. uh, 30-plus points plus 150 for LeBron James.
6: Yeah, so first off, Pritch, you know you're gonna have to assume that LeBron really takes uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the weight on his shoulders for this game. If you're gonna bet the Lakers, you're really betting on LeBron, really really stepping up in this game. So a couple things that caught my eye looking to his uh, his last game here, uh, LeBron dropped 25 points, he had 12 rebounds, six assists. So uh, you would think without Anthony Davis. Uh, Maybe he assumes more of the scoring role here. So that 30 points or more plus 150, a little bit intriguing. Uh, I kind of like the rebounds 10 or more plus Mm -hmm. 140 Pritch, because he grabbed a lot of boards and you do have obviously AD not, not there to grab as many to take away from him in that spot. But my one caution would be, and we'll get to Chris Paul here in the next one. Um, this is the lowest total on the board. So if I'm playing a lot of player props tonight, I'm looking more to the Celtics Nets, total 234 and a half. I'm looking more to Blazers Nuggets, total 226. This thing, 209, a we, we little buyback to the over here. But again, I, the whole point to me is if you're listening, if you're going to bet these player props and you want to go over, you want to do it in games with high totals, because that means the Osmakers are expect, expecting more points. So that's just something to keep in mind. But, Rich, what do you think? You know, LeBron... Do you like his overs tonight, or is it going to be, uh, hey, there's going to be maybe a rude awakening without your your partner Mm -hmm. in crime there to lean on?
5: Well, I I tell you, I mean, he still has another score, a consistent score with Schroeder, depending on how many minutes they play together, certainly. Uh, His ankle situation, uh, I think he's been averaging, what, uh, north of 25 minutes a game, something like that. Um, I I like the blocks, to be honest with you. I mean, LeBron James on both ends of the court uh, is intriguing to me. Uh, so two plus blocks is plus one hundred. I mean, not, not no bang for your buck right there. But thirty plus points plus one fifty. I, I don't know double double though. Uh, that's the favorite minus one thirty five. You mentioned earlier in the show uh, about looking for props with uh, a plus next to them. Uh, you don't necessarily have to do that uh, if you think a double double can land with LeBron James minus one thirty five.
6: Exactly, Pritch. Minus one thirty five double double. You're probably thinking it's you know it's point rebounds. That's what he did this last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing now that I'm looking at it, Pritch uh 5 plus turnovers uh yeah. maybe LeBron maybe he turns it over a little bit I mean he had six turn- turnovers the last game you got to think now he's going to handle the ball even more assuming more of this role so you're getting plus 150 for five or more that's one of those where you say you know LeBron veteran very you know uh you know very uh responsible with the ball in his hands but again when you when you're carrying the ball the whole time five or more uh six last game I don't know that plus 150 kind of intrigues me
5: right and Chris Paul he played hurt uh hurt shoulder uh played with his off hand Um, And was still effective, though, certainly uh, in game four. So Chris Paul, star power, a double-double for him, plus 275. 20-plus points, plus 190, Josh.
6: Yeah, so looking back to the box score for this last game, Pritch, Chris Paul in that win, 192 to even up that series two to two. He had 18 points. He had nine assists. He had three rebounds. This is why you love Chris Paul. Zero turnovers, Mm -hmm. Pritch. Uh, This is a guy who uh, you really want running your show, uh, knowing what to do, being responsible. So uh, I'm not going to flirt with that plus five and a half turn uh, plus five turnovers there, Pritch. That's a little too high for me in that one. Um, But, yeah, if I'm looking at Chris Paul, double-double plus 275, 20-plus points, 190. Um, I don't know if I like any of these. And here's the other thing, one-sided prop bets. If you're only getting one side, to me, that's a little bit, you know, uh, be a little cautious here because, again, if you're only getting one side, the odds makers are you're kind of walking into a trap a little bit. I would lean a little more to these unders with Chris Paul. But, again, Chris Paul, he doesn't care about stats. He cares about winning. So, on the one hand, it's like you could isolate maybe a winning prop here. But I think the play to me is, you know, maybe maybe laying the points with the Suns with this number where you don't care if Paul puts up numbers, he wants to win the game. I lean more to the spread than I would with the these Chris Paul props.
5: Absolutely. Fierce competitor out there, though, on the floor. Uh, the other game, uh, Celtics and the Nets, because, uh, you know, star power galore in this one. Certainly, Durant, his prices for double-double plus 165, 40-plus points plus 333. Yeah. Um, Five-plus rebounds, minus 800, not touching that. Ten-plus rebounds, though, Josh, uh, plus 170 for KD
6: yeah durant absolutely went off in that last game in boston 42 points uh really paced the nets there they won 141 to 126 covered that big number there uh but really it was a lot of points you know it was three for three shooting the three he had four rebounds five assists but point total here i think you could see uh, another opportunity with durant here uh getting a 40 or more plus 333 that's appealing a little bit you know we're, we're getting a james harden next bridge but mm-hmm. my other my other kind of lean here is hammer all the Kyrie overs. I think this is the ultimate, you know, revenge game. You know, you, you see your ex with a new guy kind of thing, or, you, you know, there's just so much animosity between the Celtics and, in, uh, in, in the Nets here. I think Kyrie, and maybe his teammates here are like, yeah, we're going to crush the Celtics, but Kyrie, let's, let's load you up to have a huge game here. That's another, uh, a lot of overs I would look to Kyrie tonight.
5: Okay. I will be shopping uh, after this show for Kyrie uh, <laughs> player props for sure. Uh, and Jim, James Harden. Okay. Double, double minus two fifty. Um, Triple-double, plus 250, 20-plus points, uh, minus 300. I'm thinking the Nets are going to be like, okay, let's just get rid of Boston. Uh, James Harden go to KD often. Uh, I'm on board with that 40-plus points. That'd be interesting if that happens. Uh, But what do you think of these uh, props from James Harden?
6: Yeah, Pritch, pretty ho-hum. I mean, James Harden, you know, this is a guy who, uh, you know, drops a million points usually, but I think he knows his role in mm-hmm. uh, with the Nets isn't, you know, it's not to score a million points. It's more to be a facilitator. So I'd look to the assist prop here. I know it's a really high number, 15 plus. I mean, seriously, that's like, you know, growing up John Stockton here, Pritch. I was watching <laughs> Stockton and Malone back in the day uh, or Rondo with the, uh, the 2008 Celtics, but uh, Harden again, embracing this facilitation role. He had 18 assists this last game. So if we think the Nets with the highest uh, highest total of the night here, Nets Celtics uh, 234, a revenge game, a Kyrie game, a lot of points maybe. We, we talked to Travis, you know Fulgum, talking about like the team total with the over with the Nets. My play would be Harden assists. Can he get you 16 assists, 15 or more? He had 18 last game, and if he just keeps feeding Kyrie and Durant, uh, that could be an opportunity there to take the James Harden over for assists.
5: I tell you what, these odds tell you. Uh, about the front court situation for Boston. I mean, you have Harden minus 650 for five plus rebounds, and then you had KD uh, for five plus rebounds minus 800.
6: Yeah, usually always get plus money here. The fact that these are <laughs> minus numbers, Pritch, that just tells you that we could have a lot of points here And uh, and the Nets. If, you, if you're laying that big number, that's a good thing. If you like the over, that's a good thing. But uh, we'll see how it plays out tonight.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to those games regardless. Uh, coming up next, uh, we got Josh's grossest play uh, of the day <laughs> as well as a return trip back to the NHL because a big game uh, on the ice and playoffs. Hockey uh, is on the schedule. That's coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Turn a $1 wager on the Lakers or Suns into $100 if either team hits a 3 with BetMGM. Just use bonus code VSEN100 when you sign up for the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for details and make sure to use promo code VSEN100. It's a new customer offer paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions must be at least 21. Located in Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan. New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Washington DC or West Virginia. Excludes Michigan. Disassociated persons, please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, 1-800-522-4700. In Colorado, Nevada, Virginia and Washington DC, 1-800-270-7117 for help in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. and Tennessee, call or text the red line 800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. We are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. Josh, let's get back to the ice. Uh, I think we're in agreement here with Carolina and a in a spot in which they need to win, uh, right? Um, minus 115 at home. I think the environment's going to be electric. Uh, five and a half is the total in this matchup.
6: Yeah, Pritch, so uh, I'm with you. And so we'll, we'll be sweating the same game today. This is, is going to be good. Keep your phone by your, Pritch, because if, you, <laughs> if we get a goal score, I'm going to send you those, the emoji for the light siren. Hopefully you get a lot of those tonight. Uh, but I, I like Carolina. I'm with you on this one. To me, you got a couple ang- angles in your favor. Number one. Uh, you have a team bouncing off uh, from a loss and trying to get back at it, trying to even the series um, and not go down 0-2. That would be with the Hurricanes here. You saw the Hurricanes lose 2-1 in the first game, very short number. I think throughout this series, I think you're going to get a lot of minus 120 favorites, minus 115. This is pretty tight both ways. So with such a short number, the odds makers are telling you these teams are pretty even. What I like about this one though with Carolina Pitch, Number one, it's that uh, playoff experience off a loss. So if you're a team like the Hurricanes, you made the playoffs last year, you're in it again this year, and you're coming off a loss, you know what it takes. You know the kind of inner strength you gotta summon to bounce back and get a victory here. That that uh, playoff experience off a loss system, 60% this playoffs, about 56% historically the last decade. So that would be a match on the Hurricanes. You also have this playoff favorite with a line move. Line movement's all been toward the, Her- the Carolina Hurricanes here. A lot of these books were like minus 105 pick'em price. Some shops were even like minus minus 110 tampa bay it's been all toward carolina here they're now up to around minus 110 minus 115 so that would match in their favor these playoff faves with a move uh 22 and 10 69 percent then lastly pritch i know it's a it's a big number but the juice to the under there's a lot of under money coming in here we saw two to one game in the opener this one's five and a half here and pretty much all juice painted across the board no matter what book you look at they're all around minus 120. I'm even, I'm even seeing some like minus 125s, minus 130 to the under. Mm-hmm. A lot of underliability here. If we could get a, what do you say, A Two to one Hurricanes win. We would be happy across the board. But I'm going Hurricanes here and a lean to the, lean to that juiced up under.
5: Okay, I'll take it. Uh, Vasilevsky, uh, a finalist for best hockey uh, goalie uh, award. Certainly, uh, Josh. Uh, any system that can help us out with this game here? Any jinx system that I need to know about here? <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh, maybe. I, I'm not aware of one, Pritch. I would say maybe to that under. You know, Vasilevsky, obviously, uh, with some great numbers this year. He's yeah. a finalist for the Vezina, as you mentioned, along with uh, Grubauer with the Avs and Flurry. Uh, right. Flurry, to his credit, he's won a bunch of cups. You know, remember, he, he's had a long career. He, I don't think he's ever been a Vezina finalist. I could be wrong there, but good for him. Uh, obviously, if you're a Knights fan, you're going to need him to uh, to really get you back in the series against the Avs. It's going to be a tough one. But um, I would say to that under, Pritch, that maybe that Vezina, uh, that, that Vezina's not fade, but. Maybe a low-scoring game, keep it low. Uh, Maybe that's why that under is getting juiced up a little bit.
5: All right, like it. Uh, And then grossest play of the day, Josh Applebaum. Um, What do you have for us? I think it's in Major League Baseball.
6: Major League Baseball here, Pritch. So I got a couple of them. I mean, pretty much all my plays are gross. When when you live the life of a contrarian, they all look gross on the surface. But uh, here's one that I think is really, really gross, but I think has a lot of value. Texas Rangers here tonight. Mm. The Texas Rangers are at the Colorado Rockies. Fritch, uh, uh your, your old team that you used to play for here, the Rockies as you we were a big cleanup hitter, not in the <laughs> not NFL. You hit cleanup for the back in the day with the rocks, but I'm just kidding. But anyway, uh, big line move to the Rangers. The Rangers have actually lost six straight. They're not playing well. They're now going on the road uh, to Colorado here. And what I like is buying low on Texas, not playing well, you know, sharps. They don't, they Really, they look at value, and if they have a number that maybe is off from what the books are offering, they get down questions asked, and I think that's what's happening here with the Rangers. Mm-hmm. What I really like is you had the Colorado Rockies with Marquez on the mound against Dunning. Uh, Marquez and the Rockies open minus one twenty-five, bridge minus one thirty. Even though majority of bets are on Colorado at home, they've played a little bit better. You have again Texas lost six straight. Uh Colorado's coming off that win against Pittsburgh. At least they're off a win. They haven't played well on the road. They've been better at home. But even though everyone's been in Colorado, the Rockies have fallen minus 130, minus 125, all the way down to a pick You're even seeing some of these shops hop the fence, go to Rangers minus 106. So that would match that interleague line move system that I really like. Uh, again, line movement and interleague play has been very predictive of winning results, uh, 59% so far. If you're a favorite, it gets up to 64%. So it's a gross one, Pritch. Texas is not playing well, but I'm going Rangers there in that one. So yeah, that one win.
5: is that one is gross. I, I will admit to that. <laughs> um, but I like it though, and here's why. So the Rockies are are 16 and 12 at home. Um, can you venture to guess what the Rangers road record is right now?
6: Oh man, it's probably not good. But what yet it, the Pritch? sharps
5: are saying the Rangers have a chance in this one, or suggesting that they are anyway.
6: Yeah. And I think that's kind of what you grow to like when you're betting on sports every day. It's when mm-hmm. things don't make sense, but you just kind of <laughs> have to like, uh, you have to accept that if they don't make sense to you, that's okay. It makes sense, obviously to people who have respect in the industry, move numbers, but right. you know, big amounts and have, have had a track record of success. So it's always one of those things where when you're a new better, you say, this doesn't make sense. I got to go the other way, but you kind of learn to accept kind of the the craziness, the, the variance of betting and just know that. Hey, there's you know sharper, smarter people in the room, much smarter than me, Pritch, and if they're getting down on uh, on the Rangers here moving that number in their favor, I want to be with them in that spot, so I'm going I'm going Texas.
5: Okay, the Texas Rangers, their road record is 9 and 20.
6: Oh, boy. Let's make that 10 and 20, Pritch, after tonight. What do you say?
5: Yeah, I mean, it's crazy uh, to think uh, the Sharps see that, but they do, obviously. Marquez, I mean, he's a decent pitcher, uh, um, Dunning for the Rangers, but you mentioned the Rangers uh, currently uh, on a six-game losing streak, too, on top of being 9 and 20 uh, away from their home.
6: Yeah, ooh, this one gives you heartburn, Pritch. Um, but again, that movement, to me, I'm a guy who plays numbers, plays value, line movement to the Rangers. I'll just update you on a couple more here, Pritch. Okay. I know I know we're up against it, but just running the board here, uh, we talked about the Cincinnati Reds. They continue to get hit at home against the Phillies. You remember, this one is actually an opener of Phillies around minus 110. Flip now to Cincinnati. They're coming off that big win yesterday, 11-1. to Sonny Gray against Nola. Uh, Publix kind of doesn't know what to do. Two good starting pitchers. Take the dog, take plus money, but yet movement here to the Cincinnati Reds and now all the way up to around minus 115 at home. They're creeping up, so movement there to the Reds. Uh, we also talked, uh, I didn't mention this game, Pritch, kind of a gross one because it's a big number, but a lot of money coming in on the Milwaukee Brewers tonight. The Milwaukee Brewers are at home against Detroit. Mm-hmm. You got two lefties on the bump here, uh, and you have seen um, movement toward Milwaukee. Milwaukee open around minus 145, then bet up to around uh, minus one. 56 around mi- minus 160 even. This would match that interleague line move. Uh, system match to Milwaukee. Also a favorite with a very low total. Total there is seven and a half. So good for a big favorite with a low total. Fewer amount of runs scored. More likely to the favorite. Uh, the Cubs continue to get hit. I'm loving the Cubbies, bridge, Right. They were uh, minus plus 100 even, like plus even money. You had a minus 110 San Diego early. Cubs getting steamed throughout our show, Pritch. I think they've moved another five cents or so. Cubs are up to around minus 120 after, again, getting some plus money to start. So sharp move there toward the Cubbies. Talked about Houston. They're getting hit against the Red Sox, minus 115, all the way up to minus 155. Um, we just hit on Texas. Do and you then step- San- I was yeah.
5: going to say, do you step in front of this losing streak from Baltimore? Uh, they're at home, high total, nine. Uh, they're the home dog, obviously, uh, against Minnesota, plus 150.
6: So Pritch, I'm taking names on teams that are like sharp all the time and never cover, right. and basically and never win. Baltimore is one of them. Baltimore, the Arizona Diamondbacks, and the Pirates. You never want to get into a situation where, hey, you know they're not winning. I'm not going to play them again. Fearless but disciplined. If there's value, I, I say you always want to get down if you if I identify value. But Baltimore, man, I don't know, Pritch. This uh, <laughs> it opened minus 160 on the road. Big number for Minnesota. It's kind of stayed where it's at. Uh, you did have a little bit of over money there. There were some eight and a halfs that were up to nine. You do have wind uh, blowing out there in that one, so maybe you play the over there. But the Orioles, oof, they're in a bad spot. Zimmerman's got a high ERA. Uh, I don't know if I want to take that Orioles spot. Until you prove to me you can win a game, I'm not going to waste maybe a unit on you tonight. I'll I'll pass on the Orioles.
5: Okay, I hear you. Not noticing um, big line movement, Tampa Bay, New York. I mean, we talked about them. Stanton's out. Uh, They're plus 108 now, seven and a half's the total. Uh, Is that what you have out there in Boston as well?
6: It is. And okay. Pritch, this is me who's going to make a lot of enemies right now or just people who are like, are you doing it again? I'm going to the Yankees again. I, I really, I, I can't stand myself for doing it here, Pritch. <laughs> they were sharp yesterday. They didn't come through. They're, they're sharp again today. But to me, you're playing this number. Everyone's betting glass now. Glass now only opened around minus 130 on the road, yet the Rays are down to minus 118. So movement to the Yankees, again, divisional dog opportunity. Am I confident? Nope, not at all, Pritch. I feel like how do you not take the Rays? They're playing great with the race on the mound. But again when you really are you know kind of sticking to the numbers the numbers are telling you lines go to the Yankees even though everyone's betting the, uh Tampa Bay here I'll take a little plus money with the Yankees here uh, and I'm sure I'm sure I'll I'll probably regret it once once the Rays are up big
5: <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, so life as a Boston Celtics fan right now, Josh, I mean, uh, any chance for your C's out there. You got the B's uh, coming up uh, this week as well. Uh, you know, I'm happy to say that we have that here in Vegas, too. We got the Knights coming up uh, tomorrow. Uh, the Raiders, uh, they got to get in gear in terms of the playoffs. But it's fantastic out there in Boston to have two franchises in the playoffs right now.
6: It really is. Uh, again, this is becoming uh, obviously a Bruins town. It's always a Bruins town. When the Bruins get going to the playoffs, there's nothing like it. So, tied 1 1 going to the aisle tonight for the Celtics Nets. Rich, again, I'm on that over. I really like that over. It's right. still getting over 234. It's now up to 234 and a half, even 235. So, I'm going to root for a lot of points. Maybe we'll get a lot of points in that one. And I'll just end it by saying socks are competitive, Pritch. But also, have you heard there are rumblings that Mac Jones. Has looked pretty good at OTAs. He's very smart. So my 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 uh, my Patriots, my post Tom Brady life hasn't been good, Rich. But maybe even Mac Jones surprises. We'll see.
5: Yeah, maybe a surprise comes with Julio Jones lands in um, New England too. I mean, we'll see (laughs) a different. Come on down. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Great job again, uh, Josh. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Thanks, Rich. Have a good night. You too. Absolutely. My guys in the desert. Coming up next.